when my wife wants to go to Target, we don't even make it 10 steps into the store before she's stopping looking at things. Alexa, heat up my pizza rolls, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Menly Stuff. My name is Sack Daddy. We took a week off due to a week-long Super Bowl hangover. We had to cope with the football season being over. It wasn't easy. But I hope you took that time to catch up on any episodes you missed. Give us that five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Music. But we are back this week. Again, I'm Sack Daddy. I'm here with Soda. Soda, how's it going today? It is great to be back. Happy that we survived. Um... As Adam said, it was a it was a rough couple of days for us after the Super Bowl, but but we're back and we're ready. Uh, I would like to start off by making Adam issue a public statement, though. Do you know What's the statement? Do you know where I'm going with this one? I'm guessing you're going to make me say something about Matt Stafford. <laughs> I would I would like you to formally admit on this podcast that he is better than Kirk Cousins. I will say Matt Stafford has won. More Super Bowls than Kirk Cousins. No, I want you to formally admit <laughs> he's better. I can't do it yet. You you said it I that night. That you admitted that night of the Super Bowl. I don't remember saying that. You said it. Hey, if, but, if Kirk wins a Super Bowl, he can be back in the conversation. Yeah, and we'll get one next year. Yeah, we'll see. We're, we're getting one next year for Kirk. But we, we guessed the Super Bowl MVP... And you, you said my T. Higgins one was like a bit outlandish and kind of off the rocker, but I feel if the Bengals would have won, T. Higgins has a shot of being Super Bowl MVP, right? I, I believe he would have been, so it wasn't that outlandish. You actually were kind of on fire. I didn't. I forgot to write down all your uh, picks that we did, but you were actually kind of on fire because I think didn't you get the the national anthem time exactly right and the first song? Have halftime I, I right. Want it. I know I got the halftime first song right with uh, the next episode, but I don't know if I can't remember what I guessed. But the it was one fifty one when we timed it. Yeah, the national anthem. I think I did one forty seven. You went one fifty one or something. You guessed one forty three. Oh, and I might have gone five seconds over you, so I might not have gotten it exactly right. But we were both pretty damn close well i tried telling you that night that you weren't right but you you were determined that you got it exactly right <laughs> uh, everyone at the everyone at the bar knew that i was you also spot on you also had guess. to go around to like 10 people asking what the first song i had the halftime show was <laughs> uh, in, yeah. in your defense though you were trying to win a stein competition yeah yeah do you th- halftime i was in a stein competition it was pretty much uh a competition of who the menliest men were and who could hold up this stein the longest. There was one female in it, and she got second place. I got gypped, though. They said my arm was moving down. I didn't think it was, but I wasted all my energy yelling, screaming <laughs> screaming at the judge that my arm was as stiff as a board. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that guy that I got disqualified still mad? Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to tell everyone how you pretty much got a guy disqualified from the <laughs> competition there. Well... Okay, so we're we're at watching this Stein competition. I'm obviously rooting my my head off for Adam, hoping he's gonna win it. And this guy's kind of got like his elbow bent a little bit. So so for who doesn't know what a Stein competition is, you just hold a mug. I didn't know what it was. You just hold a mug out and got to keep your arm straight. And this guy kind of had it bent a little bit, but that's the way he started. 
So I, I was like, hey, his arm is bent like 30 seconds in. And they they blew, they blew the whistle and kicked him out. He's the first guy out and he was pissed at me. <laughs> I felt kind of bad, but in my defense, his arm was bent. Made an enemy that night. <laughs> Probably not the only enemy we made that night, huh? Definitely not. <laughs> little Michael Jackson right, there, we- huh? Yeah, little Michael Jackson on the soundboard today. I got I got three new sounds for everybody today, so we'll see if I can sneak them in to the show every once in a while. I'll try not to go overboard. That was actually a pretty good sneak in by you there. It's good timing. Yeah. So, but we who did win the poll, or who? What was the answer to the poll? So, the, the poll we did was what color will the Gatorade bath be? Soda. This was our best results we've done for any really? poll. We got nice thirty eight votes. Ooh, people are getting people inching are in on that forty. Nice. We might have to bring back the uh, get to fifty votes, and we'll do something. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring back incentives if people are gonna keep voting. But All the right. poll was what color will the Gatorade bath be at the Super Bowl? You guessed blue, and I guessed orange. Right. Mm-hmm. We both kind of mm-hmm. went with what team we thought was going to win. We yeah. figured the Gatorade bath would be that color. So, in the poll, the, by the way, the correct answer was blue. The Gatorade bath was blue on Sean McVay. Did you have to look Did poll, you have to look that up the next morning? No. I think I I watched it live. I remember screaming it was blue. <laughs> I was just happy it wasn't black. Better than me. I had no idea. <laughs> but for the poll, 11% of people thought it was going to be red. 21% of people thought it was going to be yellow. 26% of people got it right. They guessed blue. And then 42% of people thought the Gatorade bath was going to be orange. So either we had a lot of Bengals believers or people just thought the Gatorade was going to be orange. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you had to you just big you just go based off the winner. Who you think's going to win? That's the color you should guess. Yeah, I don't I guess I don't know the history of the Gatorade bath if that's what they normally do. Yeah. I feel like that, I mean, it makes most sense. Like, I assume the Bengals would have been orange if they would have won. Yeah, so we'll probably have some purple Gatorade next year for the Vikes, or... Yeah, you keep praying. You keep praying. But, we got a, we got a pretty good topic for this week, I feel like. But before yeah. we get into that, I would just would like, as I crack this new beer that I'm drinking, I just would like to talk about it a little bit. So, this great beer... That I recently found. I tried it about seven years ago, and then it just disappeared off the map. And I just found it again. It's the Shock Top Twisted Pretzel. Adam, you got a chance to try it this weekend. What's your thoughts? I loved it. I almost wish we would have recorded recorded a beer audit of it, because I feel like it's a beer you don't try very often. Obviously, you said you couldn't find it for seven years, so... Correct. That is the great thing about Northern Minnesota, is I feel like I can find any beer I want. And this shock top twisted pretzel, like, I might just open up my own bar and just serve this beer. It is so good. Yeah. that's Is that your favorite beer now? You like that more than the cold snap? I don't know. To be determined. To be determined. I feel like it's more of a winter beer than a summer beer, though. Yeah. So, it might, it's probably only around for the winter time. I better stock up. Yeah. Well, anyway, talking about beer, if you guys have a chance to follow us on on TikTok and Twitter, we we recently did a beer audit, and they are getting better. We got some effects in there. We're stamping our faces on there. We're we're getting better at the ratings. We just gotta work on the pores a little bit. 
We're struggling with the beer pours on the last one for sure. Facts. That that's like a learned art though. You know, we don't we don't normally pour beers in glasses. We we get that done for us by a bartender. Yeah. So we'll learn. Yeah. I might might just sit out in the garage some night this week and practice. Yeah. Pour one, chug one, pour one, we? chug one. <laughs> <laughs> best 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 way to practice. You just gotta keep chugging them so you can get more practice in pouring them. <laughs> Oh, well, we do have, we do have a great show for you. We are going to go over another article that I read, because that's what I do. I sit and I research for the show, obviously. So, when we come back, we are going to go through a list about 100 skills that every man should know. All right, we're back, and we are going to go through this list from, where is this from? Where oh, did I, I saw it earlier. Where did, oh, they, art, art of Manliness. Yes, the art of I manliness, believe they even have their own app. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Artofmanliness.com, and we're going to see how manly Soda and I actually are, because it's 100 skills every man should know. And we're going to see if we know all of these skills and if, if they're even still relevant today. Because scrolling through it, I saw some stuff that I might never have to actually know unless I was living in the 1800s. Yeah, that's fair. It's kinda, that was kind of my first impression. But I, I do think it's a good, art, good article and it's very relevant. Especially number seven when we get to that. Did you say relevant? Yeah, yeah <laughs> new word. Just a minute. I got a little word vomit going on today, so... All day. All right. Well, we're should we, should we just jump right into it? Yeah, might right. as well. Okay, I'll start with number one. Number one is tie and necktie. Soda, do you know how to tie a tie? Absolutely. Do you? Yeah, I do. Uh, I never really have to. I dress business casual for work, so I never really wear a tie. But it's a, it's a nice skill to have if you're ever going to a funeral or a wedding and you don't want to. You don't want to go ask your mommy to tie your tie, you know? And correct. And, and you cannot go with the clip-on. Like, that's just not an option. So, And you got to think, when we when we get to the big stage and we start doing interviews for our podcast with some bigger companies, we're gonna probably going to have to show up with ties and stuff at oh, some yeah. point. So so need to know how. You have that professional. But yeah, I, I think I learned probably, I think I was like 12 when I learned maybe. Damn. Not even so. a man at that point. I'm a, I'm a big fan of ties. Like I I'm either in sweats or I'm in dress up clothes. No in between for me. When you had to go into the office, you work from home now. But when you had to go into the office, did you have to wear a tie every day? I I didn't have to. Um, but it was it was business dress, so usually at least a dress shirt. But I probably wore ties most days just because just to show up like they were boss, you know? Yeah, let them know that I'm I'm a man and can tie a tie. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, you want to can you tie a bow tie? No, actually, I, all the ties I have, those, like, wrap around, or the bow ties, the bow ties wrap around and clip in the front. I never learned mm-hmm. how to tie a bow tie. Yeah. I don't know. I We tried to learn one time, and it, it seems pretty difficult. Yeah. And a little too complicated. Honestly, when you go shopping for them, there's not very many that you actually have to tie. Most of them are like that, where they wrap around and clip. Yeah, for sure. Do you have, do you have the article up? You want to read number two? Yep, I got it up here. All right, number two. Adam, I feel like you don't know how to do this one. So, number two is build a campfire. 
Oh, I absolutely know how to build a campfire. I've, my parents have had a lake place all my life, so I've had to start bonfires aplenty. I love throwing big boxes on there all at once and just having roaring what flames. What if you don't have a lighter, matches, or gasoline? No lighters, matches, or gasoline. Yeah. So I just have to start it with, like, sticks? or Two, two sticks. Or two rocks. Could you do it? No, I don't think Yo. I could. I don't think I have that kind of drive to sit and rub two sticks together. <laughs> Hope you don't have a drive to rub any sticks together. <laughs> could, could you start a fire with none of that stuff? I highly doubt it, but it might be a good TikTok us trying to start a fire. Yeah, do you think you can even build a decent campfire with all those items? Absolutely. Do you do you set build up a little teepee with some small sticks? You build a teepee? You put some kindling oh, under yeah. the teepee? Is that what you do? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well back back on the Lewis and Clark expedition we actually would build we almost built like a little a uh, log cabin kind of around with the logs. We'd stack them on top of each other and build a square around it. What that's the hell we, you mean the Lewis and Clark that's expedition? That's how we did it back on the Lewis and Clark expedition with the boys. When we that was had like that 300 fire years ago, man. We'd, we'd sip some whiskey. <laughs> Jeez. All right, oh. now you're out of control. <laughs> All right. We'll move on from the campfire. We'll move on to uh, number three is hang a picture. Can you hang a picture, Sam? See, this one's too high for me. Why is this number three? Well, can, what? Your wife asks you to hang a picture in the house, and you can't do it? That's a, that's a skill a man has to have. I can do it. I'm saying it's too high to be number three. I feel like that's a low skill for a man to have. Well, can like, you hang one, though? Yes, I can hang one. I actually am, like, looking here, and I see the words honeydew, and unfortunately, my wife makes a list for me, and she writes honeydew list. Oh, yuck. <laughs> you guys make me sick. But yeah, I mean, hanging at level is probably the hardest part, I'd say. So, I can hang a picture. I don't see that as like a hard thing to do. Like you put a nail in the wall and hang it. I exactly. Don't it's too high to be number three. That's what I was saying yeah. before you ripped my head off. I don't have a functioning stud finder, though. So, like, if I hung something really heavy, I don't know if I could do that. Is it because your stud finder breaks every time you pull it out? Yeah. Then it starts just, going off. When yeah, it I don't want to take the mirror off the bathroom wall. That's my stud finder. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we both agree that one's probably a little too high, though. Yeah, that's that's easy stuff. That's child's work. All right. I'm going to say for sure you've never done number four, and I've only seen... My dad and grandpa do this before. Shine your shoes. Yeah, this this is outdated to me. I don't think a man needs to know how to shine his shoes. Although I, I have really dirty dress shoes, and I kind of wish I would like put some more time into cleaning them, but living in North Dakota or Minnesota in the winter, you walk out and there's you're walking in puddles of dirty snow. They're going to get dirty. It just doesn't seem worth it to clean them. You ever shined your shoes, though? Yeah. I have not. Um, I remember. I remember as a kid, I can remember my dad shining his shoes. But I feel like we don't. Uh, we don't um, buy expensive enough dress shoes to actually have to shine them. Like, if my shoes are that shot, then I'm just throwing them away, getting a new pair. Is that really the like? Sh- how often did men shine their shoes back in the day? 
Because, I mean, they had, like, shoe-shining stations and everything you see in the movies. They're, like, in a back alley or something. Well, I feel like that was a staple for, like, you know, like, if you watch, like, olden-time movies and stuff. Like, that was a staple for a man. Like, it's always cigars, whiskey, and shoe-shining. Yeah, you got those shiny shoes. That's what, yeah. that's what makes the ladies swoon at the club. <laughs> you walk oh, in yeah. with the shiny shoes. Damn, look at that man's toes glisten. Yeah, now that I see that pic, I'm probably shining my shoes before your wedding, I suppose. Yeah, I think we all should get like really shiny black tap dance shoes for the wedding. You shine them up. You know what? That's actually what I'm, I'm actually going to buy shoe shine, and we're just all going to shine our shoes before the wedding. Make be a TikTok a, of be it. A pretty sick picture too. We're all sitting shining <laughs> that would, our shoes. That would actually. So I I can understand that one. Um, I mean, it's not something I do, but I get it being up there. So that. So why is that so high on the list though? Like, does every man really need to know that? Um, you know, it it, it probably depends what what generation you're looking at and who wrote this article. Like, have you ever, you ever see your dad shine shoes? I'm no, assuming my dad's he has. a plumber. I <laughs> still, I bet he shined shoes before. Guys, shining his work boots up. I should have had him on here. Could have asked him yeah, if he's ever shined his shoes. We'll have to ask him that one. I bet he has. I'd bet anything. All right. Well, let's let's move on. We got a hundred of these to go, man. It's gonna be the longest yeah. podcast ever. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get to all hundred. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll lose some listeners if we try to do all hundred. All right, we'll see how long it takes. We'll we'll go if if we're at a pretty long mark at ten, we'll call her quits. All but right. Number call. five is treat a snake bite. What are your thoughts on that one? I this is one of those you don't know what you don't know. Um, I mean, I've never. Never seen anybody get bit by a snake. I've never had to treat one, so I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, we got Do you? No, we got no snakes here. You know, like if I lived out with the rattlesnakes or something, I, I would probably learn how. Yeah, it's something you would know how. But reading don't you, on Don't here, you have to like suck suck the poison out with a straw or something? It says most of the old wives' tales are just that, so don't go trying to suck the poison out. Oh man. That would be your first thing. You would just start sucking on someone's arm trying to get the poison out. <laughs> You'd be dead. Why are you going to get bit on the arm? Don't you think you're going to get bit on the leg? I don't know. I don't know where a snake's going to bite me. <laughs> All right. Well, I that is a menly thing, so I can understand it being there just depending on where you live, but just not something I've What would be more menly is if you could stop the snake from biting you, you know? Comes at you, yeah. you whack it, you punch it square in the face. That's a that's a good point. It really should be avoid a snake bite rather than treat a snake bite. Exactly. Yep. I'm gonna push the sound effect right. button. I don't remember what sound it is. Oh, I like your funny words, Magic Man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta label them when I make them. Well, number six is just not relevant to me. But number six is read a book. Is it not relevant to you because you can't read or? I'm not a reader. I hate reading. Not my thing. See, but, like, read a book? Why is that on there? I don't think that's a, a menly thing to do. I learned to read yeah. when I was in, like, diapers still. Why is read a book on my menly list? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of reading through the details, too, and I'm not really seeing it. 
there are certain techniques like, you must master to be able to dive deeper into the text and suck out all the marrow, it says. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, not, I guess... That's not me. You want a... Ladies probably want a man that's well-read, but... I don't know. Yeah. I don't think reading a book's real manly. Didn't yeah, you make fun of a one. guy for reading a book in a bar one time? Hey, I told you that offline. <laughs> <laughs> It was like midnight. He was reading a book up at the bar. Yeah, so we're gonna disagree with this. Like going at the bar rail. <laughs> like if I was pretty if mentally, I guess. sees you reading, he's gonna make fun of you. Hey, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> all right, I can't. This I have. I've been waiting all day for this one since we decided this was our topic. Yeah, today. we move on to number seven. I don't know if we have to talk about this for too long. I feel like we've kind of had this discussion before. But number seven is survive a bear attack. Is this is a list on a hundred things that every man needs to know. Every single one. Number seven is survive a bear attack. Yeah, and if I could point at every single one of my followers right now, I'd tell them all to suck it. Freaking sick of that BS. People tell me I couldn't take a bear. If my life was on the line, I could take a bear. Dang it! I feel this, like there's more. This article further assesses me. I feel like there's more to it to actually survive it. Well, go look at videos. You guys, I I don't know how many people, 10, 15 people told me no way I could fight a bear, and then you go look at videos, and there's so many videos out there of people fighting off a bear. Yeah, you seen that salmon commercial where the guy kicks the bear in the nuts? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'll send you the link. But yeah, the the bear like took his salmon or something. They were both fishing for salmon. He kicked the bear in the nuts and started punching him. I feel like that's how you would try to fight a bear. Like the bear would stand up on its back two feet and you would kick it right in the sack. You just gotta you gotta get as big as the bear. You gotta get wide arms up. That's why we need a video. <laughs> That's why we need a video podcast so people can see me imitate a bear. <laughs> Alright, so probably don't need to go into that one anymore since we've talked about that one quite a bit. Yeah. Alright, number eight. This is an interesting one to me. A wet shave. So yeah, that's like not using so, the electric sh- razor blades and stuff. Yeah, straight razor. Do you, do you shave with a straight razor? I actually have never shaved with a straight razor before. Oh my god, you can't even make the menly list. I do. I shave, I've shaved down to the, the skin. Yeah, I've been shaving since about 6th grade or so. So. And you use a straight razor for it? Yeah. No, I actually haven't been shaving since the 6th grade. But I, I do. Well, we all knew that was a lie. I have both an electric, electric razor... If I wanna, if I wanna keep the five o'clock shadow or whatever going on, and then I also have the, I I wet shave is how they word it, where I'll shave down to nothing, and I I very rarely cut myself, so. See, and I I don't I don't I I like to just keep a couple inches of the beard, keep it nice and groomed, so I don't even if I do an electric razor, I never shave it all the way down, so it's just. I like to stay well groomed, you know. Okay, so what you know going. how to do two things on this list so far? You already said you can't read, you can't treat a snake bite, you can't shine your shoes. Yeah, but I can fight a bear. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on uh, number nine, though. 
Number nine on the list of things that every man should be able to do is parallel park. Can you parallel park, so, Sam? So, I absolutely can parallel park, but I have never parallel parked before. How do you know you can, then? Because I just know. It's instinct. It's all instinct. See, I feel like I, I can parallel park, but if I see a spot where I have to parallel park, I honestly normally drive past it because I don't really want to deal with it. See, I don't feel like it's really that hard to parallel park. Like, I think people blow it out of proportion, but it's one of those things that where we grow up, we just don't have to do it, so. Yeah. When I, when, I, I, took I, think my, in, when I took my driver's test, that was the only thing I got docked points for because I was trying to use the backup camera, which I guess you can't do even though every car has it now. And then as I was looking at it, the lady covered it up with her binder. She she covered it with her binder, and I drove into a... I, like, backed into the snowbank, and I had to try again, so I got docked points for that. See, that was, see, they didn't teach us that in South Dakota. That wasn't part of passing the driver's test. Really? Yeah, so I just never had to do it before. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I can do it, though. Yeah. And it, like, wasn't hard, because I, it wasn't actually parallel parking. There was only one car. There wasn't the car behind you, so you just had to show that you could pull up to the front one and then back in without hitting it. But I backed into the snowbank, so. All right, number 10 here, and then uh, I suppose we'll do a little break and decide how we're gonna handle the, the last 90. Yeah, we'll see how we, we're gonna handle it. All right, number 10 is paddle a canoe, and I can respect this one being on the list. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think this one does need to be on the list because there have been times where, like, our boat runs out of gas in the middle of the lake and we have to actually paddle it. But I've also paddled an actual canoe because we just had one as kids out at the lake. And I love paddling the canoe. I think it's I think it's fun, and I do think it's a thing that every man and woman should know how to do. Yeah, it's one of those that goes down in the survival list. Like, there's just a certain amount of things you should know to, to be a survivor, and Paddling a canoe is one of those for sure. Yeah. So I, I like that one being on the list. All right, well, that's the first 10 on the list of everything that a man should be able to do from art of manliness. We're going to take a quick break so I can do a manly thing of grabbing a beer, and then we'll be right Likewise. back. All right, we're back trying to figure out if me and Soda are actually men or not. We decided we're probably not going to make it through all 100 on this list. So we are just going to kind of jump around, pick a few that we like, and then we are going to do our poll, and then we are going to say goodbye to you guys until next week. Soda, how does that sound? That is perfect. There's no way I had an attention span to sit here through 100 straight. Doubt most of our listeners did. And I saw one that I just could not wait to get to. Number 14. Tell a joke. And Adam, before I let you comment on this one, I would just like to let the listeners in on the dad joke of the day from my calendar. Okay, I got the I got the laugh track queued up, so let's hear it. Alright. Why did the elephants keep getting kicked out of the pool? Why? They kept dropping their trunks. <laughs> the delivery was there. Absolutely love that one. <laughs> 
You ever get kicked out of a pool for dropping your trunks? No, I don't think I've ever gotten kicked out of a pool. I actually was loved at my childhood pool because I was the kid who, before, I was like the first one who got there every day. So I would swim to the bottom and grab salamanders. We had salamanders that lived. Have you seen a salamander before? Yeah, I know what a salamander is. Yeah, but I haven't seen a salamander in forever. What happened to all the salamanders? That's a good point. But we had salamanders that lived at the bottom of the pool, and every day I'd have to go swim to the bottom, you know, I would chuck them over the fence so they weren't in the pool. Jeez. Did you ever throw any Twixes to the bottom of the pool? <laughs> no. So it looked like a turd in there? Yeah. <laughs> I was that. I was that kid. I, I'm not, I wasn't a big pool kid, but I feel like I was always causing problems. I should, I should have Ryder back on to tell his story about when he grabbed something from the bottom of the pool that he thought was a Twix. <laughs> was it actually poo? No. Yeah, that's a that's a story for next time. We'll let him on there to tell tell that story. <laughs> All right, sounds good. But no, I've never been kicked right, out of a you... pool. But on your back to the being able to tell a joke, you feel like that's a pretty important thing for a man to have. I do, I do. A good sense of humor is always impressive. Yeah, I feel like I. I have pretty good delivery on telling jokes. Um, most people would... The first word they'd use to describe me is tall. You know, 6'5". Six, six it's the first thing people say about me. And then straight after that would be that I'm good at telling jokes and that I'm hilarious. So, Well, I don't know if anybody's ever told you you're hilarious, but... They have. But... So... so being tall... You're pretty tall, right? Six one, right? Six one. What's what wrong you, with you? you? What are you? Five ten? Six three. What's wrong oh, with you? Jeez, okay. dude, you're giant. Okay, Jeez, have some so, respect. So people have come up to you, I'm assuming, before and just said, "Oh my goodness, you're tall, right?" Yeah, they just assume I play in the NBA, which, with my physique, makes sense. Yeah, but like, why is that the only thing that people can comment on your appearance on? And it's perfectly fine. Like, people can come up to you and tell you that you're tall, you know? Or you're growing like a weed. Where'd you get that height from? But you can't do that for anything else. Like, you can't go up to someone that is clearly fat and say, Oh my god, you're fat. You know? Like, you can't say, what do you weigh? You must be pushing 300 now. And then be like, oh, wow, is... Is your family fat? Did you get that from your mom's side or your dad's side? Do you have fat uncles? <laughs> and then they always assume you play basketball. I don't go up to fat people and say, Oh my gosh, you must be phenomenal at the discus throw. Or <laughs> you're a lineman. You've thought about this a couple times, haven't you? Yeah, well, because it's, it's the same thing every time. And then you tell them how tall you are. You tell them, oh, I'm 6'4". Oh no, you gotta be taller than that. You're right, I'm just, I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm going to go up to people, oh, how much do you weigh? 230? There's no way, you have to be fatter than that. You've grown so much <laughs> since you were a little boy in the last time I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get offended when people called you like a giant then? No, I just think about how that's the only thing that people, I do, I don't get offended, I just get annoyed. Because they never under they never believe when I say I'm sick for, and you have to have the same conversation every time. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't go up to people and call them short. But I also feel like I also feel like girls don't like being called tall when they're like six foot or over. Yeah, I feel like they don't like that comment. But yeah, I'm I'm not offended for, by it, and I don't mind being tall. It's just uh, an observation I've made. Yeah. I don't know, you get offended pretty easily, so... Yeah, I'm soft. I don't do many of the things on this menly list. What about number 17? Do you do number 17? What's number 17? Recite a poem from memory. That's dumb as hell! (laughs) What is this list? Who wrote this list? William Shakespeare. (laughs) So I take it you don't do that? No, I don't know. I don't think I know any poems by heart. I'm gonna check with Bethany on that one just to confirm. I recite poems to her. You might. That's how you seduce her. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Shakespeare's third sonnet. <laughs> okay, here's here's a fun one. Shuffle cards is on there. Can you shuffle Ooh, cards? Absolutely. You're not the type to uh, mix them up on the table? Just, just throw them in and out of each other? No. You gotta do the full shuffle, though. Wish I had a deck here. Can you do the bridge? Do it for the sound effects. What's the bridge? That's when you... So you shuffle them, and then you push them back up, and they kind of push into each other? Mm-mm. Oh. Well, you gotta know how to do that. But I have a I couple... Bu- both sides. I have a couple buddies that I play poker with. So I, I agree with this, that this one should be on the list, because I have a couple buddies that I play poker with, and they can't shuffle. One of them even bought a shuffling machine. So... I'm not against shuffling machines, but if you don't know how to shuffle, how embarrassing is that to have to ask someone else? So you're at a poker table, and it's your turn to deal, and you're like, no, I don't know how to shuffle, and you got to hand it to someone else Exactly, to that's what he does, too. He it's hands it to someone else to shuffle. It's humiliating. That's got to be. That's got to be whiz. It's not whiz. He's uh, not very good at shuffling either, though. He he can do a couple shuffles, and then he does the, you know, you, like, pack them into each other in the middle. You, like, drop them in. Yeah. But you gotta no. get You got to get some better friends on how to shuffle. Yeah. And he's always the one asking us to play poker, too. He's always the one who wants to play, and he can't even shuffle. Oh, man. He can't, he can't have that. That's embarrassing. That's, yeah, like, so that's, I, like losing your, that's, that's like losing your man card right there. Yeah. That That's a good one. I like that one. What number was that? Oh, boy. I don't know. I think I'm down in, like, the 40s. Oh. Well, 24 I see's change a flat tire, but we've already talked about that on the show, so the good old the good old T iron or T uh Oh T-bar what about seventy number seventy six is whistle with your fingers. Can't do it. Me neither, and why should a man know how to do that? It says call your dog, your kids, a taxi, or the peanuts guy at the ballpark. <laughs> I'm really starting to think this, this list is rather old. The peanuts I mean, guy. Yeah, I can't whistle. I, this is actually what I do. I just... Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> That's horrendous. <laughs> Wait, you can't whistle at all? No. I mean, I can't whistle with my fingers, but I can. you can't whistle at all. You can't. No, it, I do. Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> yeah, I can't whistle. Jeez. At all. So it is no good on number 76. Nope. I'm as bad as that right, guy who can't let's, shuffle. Uh, let's each pick... One more that we're going to talk about. All right. You got one in mind? I'm scrolling through here just trying to pick out the best one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to I want to try to find one that you wouldn't know how to do. We're going to have to put the timer in while we pick these. Boy, 
that's a thick ass bar. Damn. Okay, okay. 81. Give a good massage. Get that one off this. Deshaun list. Watson. What? Why isn't receive hey. a good massage on there? <clears throat> Come on. <laughs> hey, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not here for the Deshaun Watson talk. He's gonna. He's he's testifying in court now. All right, Adam. I'm gonna pick this one just cause, just cause I know that I'm a better dancer than you. Number ninety. Know how to dance. What do you think of that one? I, th- I think that should be on there. I feel like that's what uh, a, I feel like a lot of ladies like a man who can, who can move a bit. Am I right? Yeah, like you you definitely gotta know like the slow dances, but the slow dance like is easy. Know how you to... can't slow down, slow dance. Dude, there's a lot of guys that can't. They just step on your feet. Yeah, I guess. But uh, literally, all you have to do is sway back and forth on that one. I know, but it. I mean, you gotta know how to do it. And then you gotta know how to get jiggy with it too. Isn't you know? your like go-to dance move? Don't you say you your best way of dancing is just doing everyday like chores, and that's how you dance. Exactly. That's why it's not that. that that's why it's not that hard. People that say they can't dance, it's not that hard. Like I'm out here sweeping the floor without a broom. That's probably my go-to dance move. Just sweep the floor. Sweep the floor. Oh yeah. Exactly. You got a broom in hand and sweep the floor. Okay. So. And everybody, everybody knows from the TikTok that you're a pretty good dancer. From the the TikTok that you dance while your oh, dad yeah, was working I was on a car, killing it, dude. To some Ooh, ninety. I've actually gotten really good at ninety-five too. Calm a crying baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you heard Vivian at the beginning of this podcast, I'm not the one who calmed you let her, her. Suck on your tatas or what? <laughs> That just, that just does not work. That's not an option for me. That's why I've become an expert. She can't get no milk from these. <laughs> All right. This, we'll do the last one here. I'll take number 98. Cook a signature dish. Do you have a signature dish, Ooh. Soda? Ooh. Signature dish. People hate when I rub my hands together on this, but I'm going to do it here because I'm thinking... And like throw my hands together when I think cook a signature dish. You know, I hate to be the guy that just throws this one out there and brags, but I feel like mine's probably probably a steak on the grill. That's your actually no, I dish. take that back. I take that back. The best meal that I can make is a homemade pizza. That's your go to. How homemade it is, is it? You make the crust and everything? I can make the crust. If I want to put that much effort into it, I can make the crust. Well, I've never had your homemade pizza, so. It, it's the best pizza you've had in the Midwest. Factual. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm about to open up Soda's Pizza Shack. Get a little get a little food van and drive around. Food truck and drive around and serve pizzas. Owning a food truck would be so fun. If you had something that you could actually like- cook. Yeah, pizza. Well, how fun would it be to open, like, a PB&J truck? That couldn't be that hard. You just make some PB&Js. <laughs> no, and, and that's probably the only thing about the the homemade pizza that I make. Um, if you ever ask my mom or ask Christina, I uh, I take a very long time making a homemade pizza because i got to make sure the crust is perfect. That is your dish. That is my go-to. Honestly, though, food trucks, there's not much. Like, is there any... Thing that a food truck could serve that you wouldn't 
stop at after leaving a bar? Like if there's a food truck right outside the bar, is there anything they're not they're serving that you wouldn't stop and eat? Um, I mean, if there's an ice cream truck outside a bar, that's not going to be like my go-to well, yeah, at 2 a.m. No one wants ice cream when they're drinking, but. But other than that, I don't, I mean, you can talk mini donuts, um, burgers, pizza, I don't know. I'll take yeah, it I mean, all. there was this food truck outside of the bars in Fargo, right by Fort Knox there. And they, they literally just served hot dogs and you could tell they weren't like phenomenal hot dogs or anything. They're just like packaged hot dogs, but they would just throw like mac but and how cheese good were they at 2 or cream cheese on it. And I, I would literally cut off a limb for one of those hot dogs after leaving the bar. <laughs> cream cheese on them. Oh huh? man. It's so good. I got, I tried huh. it one time. I loved it so much. I went to the store the next day and I bought a thing of, uh, jalapeno cream cheese. And I started spreading that on my hot dogs and, like, just cutting years off of my life just so I can enjoy these cream cheese hot dogs. Huh. Never had that. I'm going to have to try that. Is that your signature dish, then? I don't think I, I don't think I have a signature dish yet. I don't think I've discovered it yet. I don't think, like, I get together with my family or friends or something, and they're like, Adam, are you going to make your whatever? I don't think I have that yet. Well, you haven't learned how to grill yet, so that's probably your toughest yeah, challenge. Yeah, I don't have a grill. But I'm, not, I'm sure I'll find a signature dish, something I make better than anybody. Sam is claiming that he makes pizza better than anybody, so... I, I do. Factual. <laughs> Factual. Well, uh, I'll make one soon, I suppose. Alright, so... I feel like that probably winds up the list. I think we covered, you know, covered the top ten and covered some good ones there. Um, I got a, I got a pretty good idea for a poll. I'm ready. This week, our followers and Can you repeat that? So you I got some. Did I cut out? Yeah, I didn't hear you. <laughs> so I got a pretty good. I wouldn't did I cut out? Oh, you just, I just heard you say you got a pretty good idea for the poll and then I didn't hear what you said after that. Alright, so I think our I think our followers and listeners are really gonna like this one. I got some some buddies coming to visit this week and this is always a, a popular conversation. Um, but let's uh let's do favorite domestic beer. Okay. And we'll do we'll do the the light beers. We'll do Coors, Bud, Bush, and Miller. All all light beers, Coors, Coors Light, Bud Light, yeah. Miller Light, and Bush Light. You're yep. not gonna throw favorite your favorite in light there, Sam? domestic beer. Keystone. No, what's your favorite? What domestic? are you always drinking in front of your friends? Okay, I used to drink mom beers, but then I became a dad. Yeah, didn't everyone call your ultras mom beers? Yeah. Sorry, I got I got bullied, so I don't drink them anymore. No, I don't feel like I don't feel like that that fits in the same group as Coors Bud. Yeah, so th- they're almost Bush having Miller, their own though. category now with like Bud Light Next and. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a skinny beers poll some yeah, week. Skinny Favorite skinny How beer. How dumb is it though? Coors Coors Light and Keystone. Why can't they make their cans the same size as everybody else? <laughs> 
It's the worst, especially when you get like one of those hard, like the the brewmate koozies, yeah. and they don't Can't fit. fit them in there. Like, come on, what are we doing out here, coolers? You know what, though, this is actually like the best invention ever. I got one of these uh, frost buddies. It's a frost buddy, and it's got like an insert in it, so you can take the insert out. I'm I'm giving. We're not sponsored by Frost Buddy, but I'm giving them a little bit of a promotion here. But you can take the insert out so that you can fit a pounder in there. But then if you put the insert in, it fits Coors cans, every other 12-ounce can, the skinny cans, and bottles. They all just, like, fit perfectly in there because they got, like, these ridges in there. Huh. And then you don't have to buy, like, a zillion brewmates. There you go. If you're a Coors Light fan, that's the, that's the koozie for you, then. There you had it. Adam just made a sales pitch. Yeah. All right, so so for the poll, Miller Lite, Bush Lite, Bud Lite, or Coors Lite. Or if there's another beer that you're pretty bashing about, if you want to say Keystone kicks all of these beers' asses, feel free to let us know. Milwaukee, if you're a Milwaukee's yeah. best <laughs> fan, put it on there. It has to be a light domestic beer, though. Don't start throwing out, like, I don't even know. I mean the beers like I like Sam Adams, Blue Moon. They're they're not in this we're, poll. We're going they're great with the beers. Not in this poll. Yep. Ice House. What's an ice house? You don't want it. It's terrible. <laughs> Hands down, worst beer oh, ever. Okay. In my Are life. people gonna be upset? We don't have natural light on there. Probably. It makes sense to leave that one out though. I've never seen that on tap. Have you ever seen that on tap? I have not. No, that that's a good one. Let's go and leave out. Coors, Bud, and Miller are your most common on tap, so they got to be yeah. in there. Well, and just around here, and I see I feel like on tap pretty much everywhere. Yeah. So, I feel like we got a good four. Yeah, so the, if they don't agree, they can let us so know. So, those will be the four. Feel feel free to vote on that. We're going to have we're going to have TikToks up. We're going to have tweets out there. So, feel free to follow along on that. Give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to it. So do you got anything, Dad? Yeah, if you, uh, I was gonna tell the, the listeners to send us if there's a light beer that they don't agree with, to send it to us in the mail. But apparently, you can't do that. No, you can't send beers in the mail. We had that that podcast with Bros on Tap out of New Jersey, and they were gonna send us some craft beers to beer audit, and either. My mailman is a closet alcoholic and he stole them or <laughs> or you just can't send beers in the mail and they got confiscated. I don't know. Try to send everybody try to send Adam a 30 pack of Keystone and see if he gets yeah, confiscated. Let's see if any of the Keystones can make it to my apartment. <laughs> if someone can get a 30 rack of Keystone to Adam in the mail, Adam, what are you gonna, what are you going to give away? If Anyone can get a 30 rack of Keystone successfully mailed to my home. I will reward the winner with a 30 rack of Keystone. <laughs> You're just giving it back yep. to him? <laughs> you get your 30 rack for free. Man, I, I thought you were going to do something way better than that, but all right. What a reward. Are you going to pay for shipping, yep. too? I'll pay your shipping. <laughs> All right. 
Well, I think that's all I got. So That's all for us. Be sure to follow along on Twitter and TikTok. Give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And stay menly, everybody. Peace.